Welcome back, guys. Strong back, soft front. It's Emily again. I don't announce what episode number it is because, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know if I care. <laughs> and I don't think it actually matters. At the point of this recording, I am actually down in Copenhagen. I am visiting some friends, I'm going to a baptism on Sunday. And right now I'm staying with my old flatmate and her partner. And we lived together in London about five years ago. And I wanted to jump on here quite unannounced in my own head. It wasn't something that I was planning to do, but time presented itself. And yeah, I feel like I'm in a reminiscing type of mode. And I wanted to grab the moment and have a little monologue and just... I guess, talk about what I'm experiencing inside of myself by coming down here to Copenhagen and to visit my friends who I shared a very long part of my life with in a city which I no longer live in, but have so many connections to. And so I haven't seen this particular friend for two years. And we lived together in London for five. And on Sunday, my other friend were going to her baptism for her son and it's for me very very precious to be here because these two girls they were my family for I mean one of them for eight and a half years and one of them for five and they were my chosen family we lived together we cried together we laughed together we got drunk together we saw heartbreak together uh, and we did some crazy, crazy shit in our 20s together. And <laughs> coming here now with both of them being parents, um, it's just so... I can't even actually put words on what it is that I feel, but it's so humbling to come back and you have this beautiful old friendship and our lives have just changed so much. Maybe my life hasn't changed as much. <laughs> I feel like I'm the hopeless nomad uh, at heart that am never fully settled anywhere. Um, and we actually talked about it this morning, me and my friend. Um, and that's how I feel. I feel very much at home in myself. I feel very much at home with people. I feel very much at home in a new city, but it's like that home is not anchored. Uh, so I've actually struggled to think about the thought of settling down, not because I don't want to. I think it's what I dream about slightly, but the thought of actually getting anchored down to a specific place, to a specific person. Now it feels like a quite scary thing. So I sat and I thought about the whole thing about being vulnerable and being open to the idea that I might stay in one place for a long time and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, it's, it's a strange feeling. And I don't know if anyone out there listening actually has a similar feeling of feeling quite 
content with everything that you have, yet there is a underlying concern that you won't be content if if you know that things are not going to change. Don't know if that makes sense. Um, and it's funny because I know fundamentally and intellectually, and I think emotionally as well from uh, going through heartaches, you know, people dying, you understand that nothing is permanent, right? Nothing is permanent and you don't have to stay in one place unless you choose to. And you don't have to settle for a life that is less than what you want it to be. And you can always pick up and you can always leave. But I know it's a lot easier to say that when you're alone with very few obligations, um, very few people to answer to. Um, it's very easy to say that. So I think the fear of getting stuck is actually prevalent in me and maybe my decision-making. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Uh, but as I said, I feel very humbled being here because it has brought up a lot of memories. And I'm the type of person who very rarely sits and reminisce in the past. Um, so I don't, I don't get sentimental. It's so rare that I get sentimental. Um, but I guess the feeling I'm feeling right now is sentimental. I'm thinking about the last, let's say, 12 years of my life and where it's all landed and the people that I have accured into my life. And I'm so incredibly blessed in having and maintaining a, an awesome friendship with. Um, it's just it's just incredible, especially when you're so all over the place, um, living in different countries, traveling the world and not really being physically present in a lot of people's lives. Um, yeah, it's strange. Uh, I also think about looking at my friends evolving their life with partners, having kids, and just having that conversation. And I actually had this conversation with myself um, about two years ago, maybe a little bit less. Uh, I know that I'm only, quote unquote, 32 years old today and a, and a half, if we're going to be exact. But there was a time in my life, maybe three years ago, when I was extremely stressed about uh, getting older as a woman and not finding a person to connect with on such a level that I would want to have a family. In fact, I've had boyfriends in the past where I felt that way for, but my previous relationship was a bit of a dramatic shit show, we can call it. Um, and I was really stressed about it, about maybe I, I, I won't be with a man who will be ready to have kids. And I know that this maybe sound really irrational for some of you listeners, but I'm also sure that there are some of you who might have recognized the same fear. Uh, being a woman who wants to build her own career and the lifestyle that she wants to live, 
and then seeing your peers evolving into these quote-unquote normal social norms find a partner get a job settle down get a house have kids and so on and there has been a time in my life where I've questioned whether or not there's something wrong with me for not desiring that exact path and I'm not saying that's not what I want but I'm saying I'm not so desperate for it that it's the only thing that consumes my mind uh, on a daily basis but that's not to say I haven't felt the stress but that stress came when I was more insecure about myself rather than finding the right man to actually do all of these things with and I don't know again if that makes sense but I think it does um so I had that conversation with myself and I realized that a lot of the pressure that I was putting on myself it came from these social uh, norms of you reach a certain point you're supposed to settle down and if you haven't you you get asked you know is everything okay with you uh, don't be so stubborn are you are you too picky Oh, you should be because at some point it's going to be too late. Um, you know, you will regret it if you don't. And we're talking about having kids here, by the way, if you haven't picked that up, I just want to clarify it. So a lot of this pressure, and I know for me, it, it came from my mother and bless her. She didn't, she doesn't mean any, she has no ill will by stating what she thinks is best for me. It doesn't come from a negative place. It actually comes from a very loving, caring place where that makes sense in her world because she was young. I think she was 21 when she had her first kid and she was 26 when she'd had her, her third. And so her life choices has been very, very different from mine. Um, and it's been hard conversations to have with my mother because part of me just wants to be accepted and understood and appreciated and have the support and then a part of me feels like maybe uh, there is something wrong with me because I should want all of this or I should have found all of this or made it happen um, and it was a tough time having these conflicting thoughts. Um, but in the end I had the conversation with myself and I genuinely believe, what will be will be and I said to myself I'm okay that if my life doesn't present the normal type of life that people would consider normal you know having a partner having kids uh, I don't know go on holiday once a year uh, buy a house save for retirement um, all of these things if that's not how my life wanted to present itself, then I, I was going to have a good life anyway. And I, I know I still am. And I really think that that's the thing. If we can detach ourselves from the idea that it needs to look a specific way in order for us to have a good life, we actually allow ourselves to feel really happy and content and more open to the possibility that life is going to happen and we can't 
make everything happen as we might have thought it would. Um, and who knows? Like, I'm still open to the idea. I'll probably meet someone and it will click and it will all, all of these irrational, stressful thoughts that I felt in my early 30s, late 20s, they would have been wasted, negative, emotional energies, which consumed myself and colored my world in a way that didn't allow myself to feel enjoyment in that moment in time because it was more important for me to think about what I should have in the future and what I could miss out on than it was to just be open to what's surrounding me uh, right now. So I'm in the process of trying to be so open and acceptive of life as it presents itself and it is hard because I realized that there is a lot of ghosts that lives inside of our heads that comes to life uh, especially I think when things are going good there are ghosts that comes in and it's like they want to make you doubt that this is a good thing so I'm in the process of being very reflective of the things that are happening in my life right now and it's so interesting it is so interesting to try to just look at what you're thinking without necessarily reacting or looking at what you're thinking and feeling and then try to go but what does this mean where does this come from and is it just trying to teach me something here um, I see so many thoughts and maybe emotions coming up and I recognize it as the fear of vulnerability, which is actually part of this project here. Like this podcast is part of daring the vulnerable side and being super honest about when things that comes up for you or for me and for my guests coming on to this podcast to just be so open to look at it and not judge whether or not it comes from a good place or a bad place or whether it's serving me or don't serving me or not serving me, excuse my English. <laughs> and it's very interesting. Uh, and I'm by no means an expert in the field of understanding everything that there is to know, but I really think that it's a, it's a very intriguing personal discovery journey that everyone in this world can actually go on if we're just willing to expand a little bit and willing to maybe always question ourselves. Uh, like literally, I think that's the key to always be questioning why things show up the way they do. And not just the bad stuff, but also the good stuff. I think we're, we're so good at jumping on the bad shit that we, that we just place judgment and we try to look at what's wrong. Sometimes why, why are we not just looking at what's good? Why am I feeling this good? How can I replicate this? What exactly about this makes me feel good? And when 
something that made you feel good all of a sudden doesn't make you feel good, then you have to ask what changed and, and actually look at it. Was it, was it something that actually happened or am I just being triggered by something? Because most of the time we're just triggered. It's like invisible triggers. They're all, they just don't make sense. And then you can go deeper as like, am I taking care of my basic needs? Have I slept well? Have I eaten properly? Have I exercised? Have I talked to people? Like, I think sometimes we want to go so deep and find problems when actually the, the, the problem is actually just not tending to ourselves and our basic needs and actually making sure that we are sufficiently fed, hydrated and, and left. Um, so yeah, the conversation about pregnancy and, and, and becoming a parent, it's a very interesting one because as a woman as well, and again, if there are women listening to this who are a little bit older and feel the same way, it would be really nice to hear from you. There is also a perception that once you hit 30, it's like, again, I'm making really big generalizations here, but it's like there is a fear, I think maybe also from men, because they think that women after 30 becomes more desperate because everyone is everyone is wired to want to have kids and I don't think that's the I don't think that's the case to be honest um, I know for myself of course having kids will be an amazing experience and I would you know really take the take the it's not a job so I don't want to say a job but in lack of better words take the job super serious uh, but for me, I think it's more important to find a partner which you can grow with than to have kids. And I think I would have had kids if it was that important to me. Uh, it's not crazy impossible to go and get pregnant if that is what your heart truly desires. Um, so, yeah, the conversation, which leads me to saying and which I feel really strongly about and actually I feel really excited about this because I obviously at the point of this recording I haven't released it but it's coming out and so when you hear this you can go back and listen to the podcast I did with my friend Marie Dahlstrom because we talked about her pregnancy um, with her first child and the experience and the thoughts going on in her head and you know everything else like and as I say as I say then I don't have reference on being pregnant getting into labor and what it's like afterwards I have no reference um, so I what I'm doing is actually sitting down with more women who've had children and I want to talk about it because I really feel like first of all we have to accept and appreciate that you can read a book but you can't actually prepare yourself for everything um, and there are so many perspectives and some of them I know are going to be so horrible and probably scare me off from wanting to have kids myself anyway. And there are some that will just be magical and blissful and beautiful and serene um, that will, I don't know, maybe want me to have kids one day. Um, and I want to kind of make to say, 
a gift to, I guess, the women mostly who listens to this. And if you guys are only men, I do apologize, but there are going to be episodes where we're going to talk about pregnancy. And I think it is applicable to men too, to really understand what a woman goes through and what it really feels like. And bear in mind that this is not going to be, oh, I, I gained this many kilos and that and that. This is going to be like the emotional deep shit that actually happens during and especially after pregnancy. Because that I don't think enough people are talking about what happens post pregnancy. Um, so anyway, I guess this episode turned into talking about I don't know pregnancies and making decisions and putting pressure on yourself and not living in the moment so as always guys I appreciate you listening in so far if you have anything you want to share you find me on Instagram Emily Anger and if you like what you hear subscribe send it to a friend let me know who you are I always appreciate it And I will come back to you again for another episode next week. Until then, take really good care of yourself.